Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. Here we search out for individuals who have had growth in one way or another during their lifetime. Community, what is going on? So happy that you're here lending us some of your time and some of your energy because time we cannot get back. So believe me when I say thank you is not even enough that you actually listen to this podcast. Guys, I am your host, Anthony J. Today is a wonderful, wonderful episode with a beautiful woman who is strong inside and out, who has crushed the adversities in her life to become this strong woman that she is today. Her name is Lindsay Ladd. Lindsay is a CrossFit Level 1 coach, nutrition coach, coach extraordinaire, as we say in the business, and she's also an SLP, which is a speech-language pathologist. This woman wears a lot of hats, but her bread and butter, her pride and joy, she just loves helping people out. That's you know like that's what she wants to do. That's why she's an SLP and a coach for this and a coach for that because she, all she wants to do is help. She even explains it in this podcast that she, all she wants to do is help, and that's what we always say. Like if you're looking for a good coach, you're looking for a nutrition coach or a personal trainer, like make sure they have your best interest at heart first before they even put themselves in it or give you or like make you give them a check and have them have you pay them for something that you don't even want to do. Remember, all the good coaches just want to help. Lindsay is no different, and it's it's so awesome to get her on the show. She's the strongest woman that I know, and she has such a great story where she came from. And also, what's really awesome is if you notice the title of this podcast, no one is coming to save you. We really dive deep towards the end of this podcast on no matter what your circumstances are, this is on you, man. Like you, it's all you versus you. When you look in that mirror, there's only one person staring back. We're so easily offended by things that are going on today. We want to blame and blame and blame why we aren't where we should be during the day, weeks, and months of the year. It's You are in control, man. You are in control. And once you understand that, your life changes so damn much. She really hammers that point home at the end and she gives a, a great one-on-one on why no one's coming to save you. And it's an amazing story where she came from. And guys, I'm just, I'm so glad you're here to listen to this to this person at this exact time because I know there's one of you in this community, if not damn near all of you can learn something from Lindsay today. So get your pen and paper out, write down some notes. There's a lot of things that go on. And like all my coaches that come on here, they're so damn nice. She gives you guys a huge, huge gift for her nutrition and uh, personal training. It's, a, it's an amazing thing. You need to take her up on it. So when you hear that, make sure you give her a DM and say, hey, listen, I heard that you were giving away fill in the blank because you're going to listen to the entire episode and then give her a DM and she's going to help you guys out. What a tremendous gift she just gave the community. Guys, this podcast is solidly locked down and presented by Ambition Threads Company. Ambition Threads is an amazing, amazing quality um, inside and outside wear from the gym to your home to ev- to everyday streetwear. Guys, I had on Tyler Gentry, who is the owner and... Um, creator of Ambition Threads Company, and he what a great guy. Go back, listen to that episode, but he has gifted the community a 20% off code. Once you guys go to check out on any and all future purchases, share this call with everybody. It's every day. When you hit the checkout, just hit every day, and you're going to get 20% off any and all clothes. That's all the new stuff dropping, all the past stuff dropping, all the sales stuff, everything in that store. Please share that code, um, and once again, guys, hope you enjoy the episode. Here's Lindsay Ladd. What is going on? And welcome back to another great episode of the Everyday Growth Podcast. I am joined with someone who I've tried again, I think for like a month, month and a half. She just can't make time for me, guys. But community, please welcome my good friend, Lindsay Ladd. Lindsay, what's going on? Good morning. <laughs> excited to finally have made it. I'm glad. I'm glad you made it. Definitely. No, I was just joking around about that. It's definitely me who was dragging my feet. I'm always like, hey, how about tomorrow? Hey, how about tomorrow? And you're like, dude, just let me know. So. Yeah, we just, we just had to make it happen. So here we are. So good. I'm totally caffeinated up. I hope you are too. I saw that you already worked out this morning. How'd that go? It went pretty well. Uh, like I said, caffeinated beforehand and uh, I'm sure I'm going to come down in a couple hours, but for now I'm, I'm still revved up on adrenaline and that, that post-workout I can take on, take on the world feeling. So That's right. That's right. You got a lot, of, lot more work to do today? Uh, no, I just have a group class to, to coach via Zoom and um, Facebook Live and do a little more training on my own. Maybe just go for a run outside if I can keep within, you know, six feet feet distance between me and other people. Um, but just chill. Friday is supposed to be my my train and chill day. So 
That's good. How's everything going with online coaching and online training clients? Is it definitely taken a step back since the old coronavirus has stepped in? Is it kind of weird or people responding to it differently? How's that all going for you? I think we're just having to make adjustments based on equipment that people have available, continuing to encourage people that there's still so much that they can do from home and um, just making little tweaks even with um, macros and, and nutrition based on what people have available to them. You know, so I'd say I actually have had a couple people come on even during this because they have more time to devote to, you know, their health and their fitness, you know, so um, I think for some people, they're seizing it as an opportunity while, while I'm at home. And I know for me personally, it's given me extra time to really um, eat the way that I know that I need to or want to eat and, and be more intentional across the board. So I think people really want to make it happen. This is actually a great time to do that. So I've seen, I've seen actually like a positive, some positive shifts with it. Yeah, I'm hoping to see a lot of that too. I am seeing some with my clients, but people in general too. It's like, dude, this is the time, man. And I know I've said it a thousand different times on yeah. a podcast leading up to this with all the other coaches, but like we can't really, ham we, can, we can only hammer this nail home so much, but we have, I feel like we have to say every fucking time I have somebody on here because it's yeah. like, this is the time, man. Like if you are weak in anything, whether that be waking up on time, hitting the snooze button, getting ready, having breakfast at the same time, like this is the time right now. And I, I'm glad that, you know, your clients and your athletes are actually taking that and full yeah. steam as full steam ahead with that. You know, like this is the time to make a change, man. Like you've got right. the fucking time. Right. You do. Absolutely. And, and for me, even um, like I think I mentioned to you, I, I picked a very odd time to start a cut personally, but <laughs> it's actually been really helpful because um, I'm just, I'm home with my food and I want to go grocery shopping. I have to be super intentional about what I'm buying and um, I have no excuses you know, all I have is, is time and, um, I'm not able to go out and eat and, you know, get drinks on Friday nights and, and things like that. So. Yeah, I definitely feel like I talk about this all the time. I think like every single day, it's like, I feel like when we get back to it, it's either going to be like mm -hmm. all one way or all the other way. I don't think there's gonna be a gray area in the middle. I think everyone's either gonna be like, I cannot wait to go out to eat again, go do this, go do that. Or you're going to have those people that are kind of just like, I'm going to keep to, I'm going to keep to myself now. And I think this may show you like all that time going out, you may be missing out on the goals. And I think for me personally, like I love going out to eat, man. Like it is a pastime that my girlfriend and I work on. I mean, like, like what do you want to do? There's no food in the house. Let's, let's go get a burger from our, our favorite joints, get a bottle of wine and relax. That's something that we do that adds up. And let me tell you that adds up really fucking quick. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So where are you at right now? So let's talk a little bit this. Um, since you're a CrossFit Level 1 coach, you do help with nutrition as well, as we talked about before we came on the air. And you also are doing programming for people, which is amazing. I think that niche and that broad of a range is exactly what coaches need to be doing today. How did you get into this fitness, this fitness realm? And like, did you start straight up CrossFit? Are you at a global gym when you first started? Or like, what's the Lindsay story for the community? So my story is... I was initially inspired. I was a Jillian Michaels fan girl. Um, so starting in 2012, um, I was never super athletic growing up. Um, went through a breakup when I was maybe 21 and got to my heaviest weight. And I'm a short person, so I'm 5-0. So any extra weight really shows on my body. And, you know, at, it really wasn't about the weight. And it really never is about the weight. It's about how we feel about ourselves and how much we value ourselves. And I can honestly say that I just... I think until I got into fitness, I really didn't prioritize myself. Um, I didn't see myself maybe worth taking care of or like worth um, becoming the, the best version of myself. Um, and so whenever I started um, getting into, into trying to get healthy again, um, I just did, you know, at home workout DVDs and stuff. And I ended up losing eight pounds that way, ran a half marathon. And after that, that was about 2012. Um, it was just the sense of confidence and, the realization that like I was in complete control of my destiny and in control of my life. And that felt really freaking good. And that's the same feeling that fitness still gives me now is I'm in control of where I go. I'm in control of how my body looks and how I feel. I'm the only one who can change anything about my life. And that's on me. And I, I can do that. And so from there, um, I started doing a little bit of more, um, just bodybuilding style workouts in like an apartment gym. Um, and then that would have been 2014. 
um, I started lifting more consistently and with more purpose and like body splits. I kind of left the DVDs at home and started so seriously lifting kind of when the If It Fits Your Macros initial craze kind of came around in 2015 and Instagram was really popping up at that time. So you saw people training in the gym, counting their macros. Um, and after that, I just couldn't, uh, again, I was, I was all in. And at the time it was just me and my ex-husband and I needed community. And that's what CrossFit really drew me to CrossFit at the time. And also just the desire to like seeing women be able to sling around heavy weight and just the, the sense of power and the, just the badassery that that embodied. And I was like, I really want to do that. And, you know, as a CrossFitter that so many times in the gym or with a workout, we look at it like, I don't know if I can do that. And you push yourself, you, you, you make yourself do it and prove to yourself that you actually can. And so that feeling of like, I didn't think I could. And I, but I did, um, that, that I think that that feeling is so important because it applies to life in general. So when I am feeling like a weak, a weak person, I remember all the times I thought I couldn't do something in the gym and then I, then I fucking did it. So that's, what's kept me in the, in the sphere. And as I've gone through and been more intentional about my own fitness, um, I've just started realizing, Hey, I would really, I really want to pass this on to other people. Um, I want to find it, you know, be able to encourage people and I naturally like to teach. And so, um, I had an opportunity to start coaching at the gym I'm currently at in Texas and jumped in, started doing, started CrossFit coaching after I got my L1 and then decided I wanted to jump in and start helping other people not in my immediate area. And so started with um, Field Physique uh, last summer. So it's been about a year, eh, coming up about, about nine months that I've been doing the online, online coaching and training. So that's been, that's been awesome. I long-winded answer, but that's, that's no. Not at all. We got, we got to get them out, man. We got to get them out. So how I, I have a question for you too, off of that. And it's a beautiful story. And I do believe that the gym and training in general, like we always say, like, you want to learn who you are. You want to right. learn about some shit about yourself, get in the gym, get yeah. in a CrossFit box, do something, go start, be, be, be a runner, do something that pushes you past that point of, holy shit, I don't think I can do that. If you think that you should probably go fucking do it. Like as soon as you have that, that thought of doubt, go for it. Stop thinking that, oh yeah, I can do that. I'm going to do that every day. Like there's no challenge in that. Do you feel like the community and do you feel like you had to push yourself into the area after um, what you went through um, with a breakup? Did you think that that was the mending thing? As soon as you started doing it, you're like, okay, listen, this is going to patch up a lot of shit that I just went through in my life. I think I just saw the weight that I had gained as symbolic of like just me not caring. I just, mm. I, I think it was just symbolic of me just being lost in life. And I really don't think I expected it to set me on the path that I am now. I didn't expect it to make me feel empowered. And I just developed, it redeveloped self-talk for me. Um, I feel very strongly about the concept of self-talk. And I never really realized how many times that I told myself, like in my brain, this is hard. You, I, I, I can't do this. Um, and learning to fix myself talking like every single time you you tell yourself that like your brain believes that your body believes that. And so, um, yeah, I, I don't think I expected it to change as many things as it did, but it definitely really changed who I was. And I can't imagine not, I don't know who I would be now if that hadn't happened, you know? I think that's a beautiful, the beautiful part of a journey. Like we never know where the next step is. We never know where it's going to lead either. And I think that's the thing where we have to always say, like, just take the next step. Just keep going mm -hmm. forward. Never look back. Try not to look side to side. Stay in your own fucking lane and take that one step yeah. and that 1% better each and every day because you have no idea what tomorrow brings. You don't, you know, no. yesterday's done. You can't fix it. And guess what? Tomorrow, whether you want to believe it or not, guys, community, it's already destined. Like what you, you can only, you're only in control of today, right now what you do. And I think that is the beautiful part of the journey. Like just as long as you know, you can wake up in a positive way, do what you need to do, check off those boxes every single day. And then you can go to bed in a positive manner. Guess what? You are leading the life that you probably want to lead. And the next day is going to be that much better for you instead of sitting around saying the woe is me and staying in that and dwelling in what happens um, with the waking that you had. Like imagine if you would have stayed there, like imagine that the, the negative cloud is it's like, it's so much easier to fall into that negative shroud of life than it is to try to, you know, dig yourself out of those holes. That's why a lot of people, once they start trying to dig themselves out, they understand it takes 
more than a month. It takes more than 30 days to get, to get somewhere and they try, they quit, you know? So, I mean, that's a big thing, part of life too. Do you feel now that you are, you feel now that you've come to this, this exact spot at this exact time um, with on this podcast right now, do you feel like this is the path that you need to be going, going for? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Fitness has carried me through a lot of shit the past couple years. And um, again, it's, it's not about the weight. It's about, it's about what the weight represents. It's about what, showing up for yourself. And I think on, on my Instagram and just in my coaching alone, I harp on this idea of like choosing you, like in this moment, like you said, it's about making choices. Every, every time a choice is presented to you, you have a, you have a choice and that's whether to choose yourself in that moment or to abandon yourself and choosing yourself is what propels you forward. And, and all those choices add up to progress. And so like you said, it's a day to day decision. And I think that's a great thing to think about. Like, with this concept of the quarantine is it, there's really no like really end in sight. Um, but you can choose to take a day by day. And today you have a choice. Who cares what you did yesterday? Who cares how long this goes on today? What can you do that is going to get you just a step closer and then tomorrow you're another step closer. So whether that's deciding to um, get protein in at every meal or put in a workout DVD and do that, or there's, there's just, it's totally within your control and um, it's just one day at a time. So. Yeah. And that's the big thing too. I think a lot of people, and that's why I say, I think it's going to be all one way or the other. It's because a lot of people right now, it's like, listen, like what you, what we are all going through right now, we have no idea when this is over. It may not be over for what you think it may be over tack on another month and another month and a half. That's, that's, I, that's probably the reality of the situation right now. Right. As much as I don't want to admit it because I just want to get back to whatever that norm may be before we got here. Because I just want to get my ass back to the gym. I want to go back outside again. I want to go enjoy the sun. I don't want to have to be six feet away from people and like sketchy people all day long. As much as I want to get back to that, like that's completely 100% out of my control. It's out of all of our controls. So why are we wasting time, energy on Facebook, on Instagram, spreading hate when we have no idea look when this is going to be over instead you can be doing something that has a an impact today you can go all in on something that you've never thought it could be and as something as small as nutrition like you just said like how many people would benefit from just actually cleaning up their fucking nutrition right now right and i think it's super important to also there's this kind of bandwagoning i feel like that's happening on instagram and just in social media of like talking about like the quarantine 15 or, you know, fifth trip to the fridge today. And I think people get some validation and reinforcement when they see memes like that, when they hear people talking like that, because well, everybody's doing it. We're all home. So we're just, we're just all eating all the time. And maybe some people are, you, you don't have to, do you want to be part of that group? Like not to say like there isn't a time and place for just hanging out and having, having a snack and, and enjoying food with your family. Um, but like, don't use that as an excuse to, to not choose yourself and to um, take care of yourself. So um, I think what we're, it's interesting to see the, um, what's being promoted on Instagram and stuff during this time. And it's like, you've got to just be like, okay, they can do that, but I'm going to choose to, you know, do things that um, move me a little bit forward every day, you know, and even if it's not going and slamming weights in your garage, just not doing the things that, are going to push you backwards because even if you're standing still, that's not moving backwards. So even if, you know, you're just trying to hit your, your calorie intake every day, you're not doing a crazy workout. Okay. Well, you, you didn't like st- take a step back. You're still, you're still where you're at. You know, you're still maintaining ma- maintenance is better than, than, than taking movement backwards. So, um, watching, watching the information that you're taking in and, um, again, focused on being focused on where, where you want to be, forget what other people are doing during this time, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I can definitely play devil's advocate on what you just said too, like with the way of the world is today and how fast everything is going and how much, you know, craziness we are to get up at a certain time, run out the door, run to get coffee and Starbucks or all these things that we do before we get to work because we're always late for some reason, this day and age, like we can't move fast enough to stand still these days. And I think that's a big thing that people are kind of getting out of right now. And I think a lot of people that were kind of in that, that crazy wild rat race of every single day of waking up and every day being stressed to, stressed to the nines, 
I'm going to go ahead and say, you know what, take that time right now. I mean, maybe by now you should be okay, but take that time to maybe sit the fuck down, chill out for a second, evaluate what's actually going on in your life. And is that a, what you have been doing? Is that positive? Does that have a positive impact on your life or a negative impact on your life? And I think that's where we can start checking the boxes where, you know what, I really am not that happy. And it's like, cool, because guess Mm -hmm. what? If you're not happy going into this quarantine, happy during the quarantine, you're not going to be happy getting out of the quarantine, going back to your quote unquote normal life. You're not going to be happy doing that, doing that anyway. So make the change now and admit to that, see where that's at, understand that, accept it and be like, okay, I need to change some shit. So I believe that people may have to sit down, but yeah. you know, like you said too, like you don't have to be going outside and throwing weights around and putting divots in the grass. You don't have to be doing that, but figure out something positively moving forward during this quarantine. Right. And I think I, I like what you said about how some people really just need to, to sit the fuck still. Yeah. A lot of people in the fitness space, and I would say like a good percentage of CrossFitters, people who honestly, their life centers around being in the gym, so the people who are really struggling with the fact that they have to be home right now. I mean, we all use fitness as a way to manage emotion and manage stress. Um, but it's definitely a place that can become some, something we run to to avoid things that we need to be facing. I love so that. So I think, I, think I think it's very hard for some, some people to just sit, sit with their feelings and sit with their, like, what am I doing? You know, if you're, if you're training for four or five hours a day, um, why are you training for four or five hours a day? What are you, what are you running from? Do you really hate being at your house? Like, are you not happy in your relationship? If you're always escaping to the gym and now you can't escape and you're forced to be home with your significant other, maybe you're starting to be forced to the fact that there's situations, you know, things about your relationship that you need to address, things that you need to work through. If you don't enjoy spending time with your significant other, that's a problem, you know? It's a huge problem. It's a big flag. That's a big flag where you need to be fixing something. Exactly. And so I've definitely been in that, that camp though of using the gym as an escape. Um, I was not happy uh, in the last job that I was in and I started training for an only lifting meet in December and I was training two hours a day and then, and then some, and plus maybe a little bit of regular programming and, I really was just in the gym as much as I could get in there because I didn't have to think Ah. I didn't have to be analytical. I could just lift heavy things and put them down. And there's no, there's, you know, and a lot of times that would hit me at times. And you know, if you get under a head, some heavy weight, it can, it can like it's taxing your CNS. And sometimes it does cause you to break, you know, and I have cried in the gym. I'm sure I know lots of people have, Um, but it's definitely, yeah. (laughs) You many know, times, exactly. many times. You just get under that back squat and it's just, it's not the back squat, it's life, you know, that feels really fucking heavy and it all comes to a head. But yeah, like if you're using the gym as an escape, this is a good time to to think about why, why that is and process some of that. Be, do the, do the strong thing, do the hard thing to, to try and process some of that, you know, it's not yeah. easy. No. And that's the thing too. Like, Hey, guess what? What you just said, that's a lot of people's weaknesses right now is to actually take time away from the gym. Especially you see this, we can stay on this CrossFit thing for the rest of the fucking day because most people that do CrossFit, they don't understand that taking that break is more important than going back in for a, an accessory session or a 5k or 10k row for time. Like that's not rest. Okay. That's not called blood work anymore. You're fucking training again. And I yeah. think that's a big thing in CrossFitters. Like, I just want to be better. I want to be the next, you know, Tia Toomey. I want to be the next Matt. It's like, dude, you ain't going to be that. Okay. You're not, you're not, you're not, you're not a paid athlete. You don't have someone cooking for you eight meals a day. You don't rest 10 hours at night. You don't get rubbed down every time you walk out of the gym. Like, what are you doing? Okay. Why are you in the gym for two hours? You're not a professional athlete. It doesn't pay your bills. What are you trying to escape from? And guess what? If you're using the gym or a box or CrossFit or any other sort of running, whatever the fuck you want to say, as an outlet, that's why you feel better. You're covering something up and you're never going to get to your goals. And I think those gains, you're never going to get to your gains either that you want to see. You're never going to see that big PR back squat, that big PR snatch, clean and jerk, clean. You name it, that bench press, you're never going to see it because you're so focused on training so much, you're leaving everything else just on a whim. You know, if you do that, how can you possibly focus in the kitchen? How can you possibly focus on your sleep? Like, how can you possibly focus on your lifestyle if that's all you're thinking about for two or three hours a day is the gym? And I think a deload is a great word right now where everyone should be understanding that. Like, 
I know for a fact, you could probably, I know you can attest this because you train way fucking harder than I do nowadays. My body and the cortisol and the inflammation is like, is down because I'm not under that heavy weight anymore. How are you? How are you feeling now? You kind of, you're still training, but I know you're not training to the capacity that you used to be. How are you feeling? Um, I definitely feel better, uh, only lifting. So training for like the clean and jerk, heavy, heavy max lifts, the clean and jerk and the snatch. Um, I've never done training like that before. I was, I was doing some ridiculous volume at heavy weight. So, um, after two months of that, my body was very, very shot. I was getting migraines. I was still having to go to my regular job. So I'm a speech therapist by trade. And so two hours after training, I was, I was tired enough that I could cry, which is not a fun time. And, um, after my second month of it, I said, let I'm taking a break. I'm going to go back to just regular training. And I feel a lot better. Um, I think that intense periods of training can be incredibly beneficial for developing, uh, your mind and obviously for building strength. And if you have a goal and an end and then end thing in mind and then goal, um, that's, that can be amazing, but, um, we're not meant to, to put our bodies are not meant to be pushed like that consistently year round. Um, and so, uh, juggernaut training, they provide programming for only lifting. They talk a lot about the importance of deloads and, um, I definitely feel less inflamed now. My weight's down maybe six, maybe six pounds. And I don't even think that's necessary, but I think a lot of that is just water and just general inflammation, you know, since that time and my headaches are gone and right. that all that stuff, you know, I've energy to actually do life things. So. <laughs> you actually feel good when you wake up and it's like, it's people, people start going down that road too. And without taking those breaks every six weeks and taking a deload, like I can't preach this enough. And I know you probably can't preach this enough to your clients as well. Like we start going into like, now we're starting to mess with the hormones a little bit. Now we're hormonally getting imbalanced, which that is everything. I mean, that is everything. If you're not sleeping through the night, you're waking up three to four times to go to the bathroom. If you're a male or a female and you're, you're tired when you wake up, you're tired when you go to sleep and you're tired in the middle of the day, like we need to take a step back. And you know what? Training, we can look at training right away because training and exerting that energy and constantly being that, that fight or flight response from that cortisol. It's like, that's number one. And then how do, how many times you just go, how's your sleep? How's your right. nutrition? And like, that tells us everything, right? Yeah, for sure. Cause I have felt like in my, like my body this week, I have been more inflamed and carrying, carrying more weight, carrying some water. And, um, I told someone that I, uh, I was talking to about just CrossFit and fitness um, saying, I was like, I'm going to get a good night's sleep tonight. And then tomorrow I'm going to wake up three pounds lighter. I just know I am because my sleep has been shit. And I know a lot of people right now during the quarantine, they're, they're not sleeping good. I, I see people talking about that all the time because just stress and anxiety, it's probably a good thing. You're, you can't go into the gym and yeah. get under these max lifts constantly because you know what? Your body doesn't, doesn't need that right now. Um, you know, you, you need, we need to be taking care of ourselves. And like you said, hormonally, that's, an, that's, that's something huge to be, to be considering. So um, it's a good time for just to let our bodies like, especially like people who are passionate about fitness and CrossFitters, this is a lifestyle. Like this is something we don't see ourselves ever stopping. Like we're always going to lift in our brains. So it's like, if you think about a lifetime of training, at what point can you let yourself like the idea of taking a break, talk to anybody about not lifting or a serious deload. And like they, no, 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 They, they don't want anything to do with it. You know? And even me, like if you told me you can't lift for a week, I'd be like, okay, well, I'm, I'm gonna do some squats and some pull-ups and the, in my room, like, you know, uh, movement is just so integral, but again, it's about movement. It's not about killing yourself. You right. can't, you can't kill yourself day in, day out for 50 years and not expect you to, your skin yourself to break down. Um, even on a smaller scale for, for three months, you know, I think, uh, a monthly, if you're doing heavy lifting, a week of deload is incredibly important. Oh, it doesn't no. matter. I, it doesn't matter on any scale. Obviously, if you go too much into it, then obviously like you've already overshot, overshot, you know, your shit, you're trying to pour from empty cup. I mean, that's that. But if you, yeah, like, yeah like, like, like you said, this is a, this is a lifetime thing. You should be looking at right. the training, nutrition, and everything else under the sun as right. a life, a lifetime achievement thing. And your goals shouldn't, you can set goals for, you know, 30, 60, 90 days out, but they have to be relevant to your lifestyle. And actually, if you can actually adhere to that program. And I do think big or small, 
you, everyone needs to walk away from the gym every couple of months anyway. Maybe not just the gym, but get the fuck out of under, get out of heavy loads, you know, like stop doing the same lifts, three, the three lifts, a squat bench deadlift, or stop doing, you know, two Metcons a day and go down to, instead of going four to five days a week, go two or three days a week to the gym and go for more walks. I think people would see such a bigger benefit to everything in their life, not to mention the relationships that they're with, with their boyfriend, girlfriend, significant other parents. It doesn't matter who the fuck it is, you know, with your, with your animals, you'd see, you know what I'm saying? Like you would be, you would be better off if you took less time. If you're that stressed, how can you ask your body to get, to do what it needs to do in the gym or training or a long run? Like it's already stressed. There's not much left in the cup. How do you expect to get much more out of it by just trying to get a drip out? Just take your break, you know? Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. How many breaks are you on with the juggernaut? Is that like every six to eight weeks or? So I'm not currently with juggernaut. Um, I was doing, I had some personal programming that was being written for me for, for Oli. And so um, now I'm just doing the Oli lifting that comp train provides ah. for their, for their general pop. Um, and so it is hard for me. I'm sure as a lot of people to work at lighter loads, um, but there's a purpose, there's purpose and, um, good thing, definitely good things that can come out of working at lighter loads, technique wise, especially if you're a CrossFitter, um, just not running through those technique sessions, those sesh, those progressions. Um, there's a reason and importance for slowing down and for going lighter on the weights. And so, um, it's forcing me to be more, more mindful, um, about my movement. Cause I know there's still things to fix and things to improve. And now that people only have access to maybe to a barbell or, a dumbbell or two this is the time to like get your movement like 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 fix your movement you know people who are and i mean everyone's probably seen the uh the push-up challenge that's been going around on instagram how many terrible push-ups have we seen you know let's work on basic movement form so when you get back in the gym and you're trying to go for increased intensity you can go for increased intensity because you're moving better and safer you know so working on just air squat mechanics or push-up mechanics or basic pulling mechanics, you know, that's, this is a great opportunity to be doing that as well. You know, 100%, 100%. My workouts consist of every other day now on TRX. Yeah. You know, like, and that's another thing too, going back to CrossFit or anybody that's in kind of any kind of Olympic lifting or loves the clean and jerk, like anybody that plays football or sports, you love a clean, like if you can't move the weight damn near perfect, hit all your positioning, catch it correctly at 50%, then you shouldn't be going to 80%. Like if you can't do it at 50%, why the fuck are you pulling it off the floor at 80? I think that's a big thing too. Like the lighter you go, the quicker you can go. You're you're more snappy. You can catch it correctly. And guess what? If you can move a weight at 50% three times as fast for a five, six, seven round workout, like now you're stronger, you're faster and your mindset's even better. Like take the time to to learn these things now. And that's why I love how you show, you were showing the other day, a couple of days in a row, you're doing handstands and stuff in your house. Like it's as easy as that, like handstand hold. If you guys can't do a handstand hold, or if you can't do 20 strict push-ups, like you just said, the push-up challenge. If you literally can't do 20 perfect strict push-ups, chest to deck, all the way up fully extended, you should probably be working on that before you go back to the gym because I believe everybody, man or woman, should be able to do 20 strict, just like everyone should be able to do 10 to 15 yeah. strict pull-ups. It's the same thing, right? Exactly. Yeah. So this is a good time, and I know people... I know personally, I, I like the idea of a challenge, like a heavy barbell workout, but tell me that I've got to do, you know, single arm dumbbell thrusters and burpees in my house. And it's just, so part of it is the environment. And I get that right. the, your home is just not as, as motivating, maybe necessarily compared to the gym, you know? Um, but it's like, these are great mind mindset challenges beyond just like physical challenges. Like, is this, how important is this to you really? Cause you say that it is, it's important to you, but this. now that, now that your regular environment has been stripped from you and like, you're being asked to like, you have to modify, are you just going to like abandon what you said mattered to you? Cause it, maybe it didn't matter to you as much as, it, as you said that it did. Cause now that it's hard, you're just, you're just, you don't want to do it, you know? And so, um, it's like, okay, do you want to get fitter? Okay. Then you need to pick, you need to pick that dumbbell up or you need to, you need to do some air squats today. Like, you know, it's kind of, I think it's a good time. Like it's, it's forcing people to really ask how much does this really matter to me? Cause if it really does matter to you, then, then you're doing it regardless of, of what the situation is, you know? And it's hard, it's hard for me too, to even get in my garage and, you know, 
sling it out for 20 minutes. It's hot. There's mosquitoes. It's, it's not a good time, you know, <laughs> so, it's, really, it's really not. So yeah, I think that's too. It's like, how many times do we harp on clients to like do mobility? You know, like now's a great time to pick up Ramwad for free for a month or at $25 a month or whatever, to how like inexpensive it is. Like do three days of yoga shit, go on YouTube. There's free stuff. Like, yeah. Do some stretching for 10, 15, 20 minutes a day, twice a day, two 10 minute things. It doesn't matter. But like, these are all things if you, like, like you said, how much does it mean to you? Does having a better snack, getting your position for snatch, is that like you want to PR your snatch? You've been stuck at the same weight for two years. Well, you're obviously neglecting the things that you need to be doing. And guess what? You can fix that right now. Like right now is a great time to learn positioning, to stretch out your lats, to understand mobility when it comes to those things. And mm -hmm. it's like, you can only get people to get into the, the gym enough to do accessory work. Like it's not sexy. Like it's not, this is not a sexy time right now. Like I don't care who you are unless you own a gym and you got the key in your hand and you're filming yourself at the gym and just bragging everybody that you have a gym. Like this stuff isn't sexy that we're doing right now. Trust me, like me doing a um, hundred TRX rows this morning and posting on my Instagram story, like super sexy dude, like body weight rows. Like it's like doing ring rows for a hundred yeah. reps. It's like, yeah. But, but I'm learning positioning. I'm getting the blood flow. I'm doing something that's going to actually benefit me when I go back to the gym, right? Yeah. It's, it's getting you that little bit closer. Like I said, you're not falling behind. You're maintaining, you know, you're trying yourself in a new way. And um, I think that's super, that's super powerful for sure. People don't want to, especially people have been lifting for a while. They don't want to go down to a PVC pipe or a bar, you know, and you do need to go back and, and fill those holes if you want to get better. Cause I know personally my, my snatch progress is very slow and my jerk. And so just forcing myself to use this time to, to hone in on a little those few of those pieces. And, um, and uh, even with the handstand, I haven't made a lot of progress with handstand walking just two weeks of like two minutes a day, just like kicking up and walking. It's all that stuff adds up, you know, it's just time put in and you, and you have the time people have the time right now you know yeah it's all about putting in those reps right like now is a great time to put in all those reps and that's the thing too like you're way too strong for what you do and i think if you just took this time to work on what you're working on dude you're gonna come out of this like holy shit like i'm the strongest i've ever been and i i can totally see that happening with you too because you're just too damn strong when you get in front of a bar i just know that so it's like those little things that you're gonna those tweaks and all that mobility you're gonna do now it's gonna be like you know I think, I think for a lot of people that's the the thing because you look at your you look at the weight that you can lift you look what you can pull or what you can press strict or whatever and you're like for a movement that's a little more complex so if you're across you're familiar with a push jerk um you know my my push jerk is only 20 pounds off from my push press which should not be the case and that's all technique and that was part of the reason why i decided to take a break from the heavy ollie lifting cycle because I go, I don't need to get stronger. I need to get, I need to move better. You know, I need to, to be working on my dip and my, the way that I'm bracing when I'm going down, I need to build my core and my back and accessory work. Isn't, you know, if you can get invested in the process, um, then you can learn to enjoy like working on the small stuff, working on the accessory movements because you know, it's like an add up to like big gains. It's, you know, you're going to, you're going to finally get back to a heavy bar and be like, Oh shit. I like that moved a lot more easily than it did a month ago. You know, it doesn't, doesn't feel nearly as heavy because guess what? When you're moving shitty weight feels heavier. Yes. <laughs> Want to feel lighter, move better. <laughs> like, you know, right. so. it's like, it's like catching that perfect snatch or that perfect clean and jerk where it's like above your head. You're like, that just like, happened. I don't, I don't know yeah. how it got there, but magic, poof, magic. Yeah. <laughs> Step one, magic happens. You catch it. That's just how that's yeah. how it is. Yeah. So pull it off the floor of magic, and that's what happens. Where are you at right now, and kind of how are you coaching your clients? Um, your one-on-one -on -one clients, not so much your clients in yeah. the gym um, yeah. as you're the CrossFit box right now. Excuse me. And um, where are you kind of at right now? Are you doing more, you're doing more one-on-one, -on -one, but are you? trying to let them know that like, Hey, maintenance is probably a really good thing for calories, calories right now. And you know what? Body weight stuff is probably going to do you some good and get out moving a little bit more. Are you kind of in that, in that bucket right there. Like I just said, those three things yeah. are you kind of like, no, we're still going to challenge each other right now. Or are you kind of like, Hey, listen, this is a good time to work on the things that we've just been talking about for the past 20 minutes. It depends on the person. Okay. Um, it depends like for people who have been, you know, I have a couple clients and that like say one has just had issues with like challenges with compliance in general. So like now mm -hmm. is not the time to be trying and pull, pull up macros high and to like increase workouts. 
I just want to see people being consistent and showing up for themselves every day during this time. So for that person, we're coming back down to maintenance. I'm actually pulling their macros down because their schedule's gotten all sorts of effed. And so before right. when it was easier for them to hit those numbers, I was like, rather than you not be successful every day, let's pull those numbers down. I want you to focus on the basics and then we can go from there. Um, and then I have other clients who are like not having really any issues with the compliance and I can, we can push them a little bit more in this time. Um, and I'm pulling up their numbers and they're saying, you know, they're, they're making gains in the right way. Um, and I can get, they, they're being proactive. So it really depends on like how proactive people want to be and what, what they're really willing to use this time for, you know, because like the reality is the choice is in front of you. I can, I can, you can get strong. You can get bigger during this time. And I actually train, uh, I've trained like more men actually than females. And so that's been an interesting, uh, challenge and journey for me to, um, have help helping guys build rather than like people cut, you know, most of the guys that I've worked with want to get bigger, you know? And so, um, like during this time you don't have as much weight and a lot of the things that are being programmed are body weight or people, you know, workouts that are out there are body weight. Um, like we can still accomplish the goal here, but we're going to, you're going to have to be more purposeful with it. Like, you know what I mean? Um, and like, I can give you the, I can give you the tools and the path. I can, I can give you the prescription, but if you're not willing to take it, like that's, that's totally up to you. So it's, it's what people are willing to do, you know? So I see, I see it happening like on both sides. I see, I see, two different kinds of people like kind of, you know, and there's value, I think in both. I think like being honest with yourself, like right now, this is just not what's most important to me right now. What's important to me is like my mental health, my emotional health. I need to be there for my family or I'm still out working while people are at home. And I'm just so mentally taxed that like, this is not priority number one in my life right now. That is okay. It is okay. If fitness right now is not the number one priority in your life. And so there's no judgment for that and say, okay, but you know what? Taking care of yourself still needs to be a priority. Even if getting bigger, getting stronger isn't your priority, getting bigger. And, and personally, I went through that phase as well when I started a new job a couple months ago where I did not care about being lean. But then a week of, of just not eating well, just because I was so stressed, I was like, okay, lean, being lean might not be important right now, but taking care of myself, that still needs to be important right now, you know? So no judgment for what side people fall on, but, um, you know, some clients are wanting to do just that maintenance, that maintenance and other people are ready to like get after it, you know? How did you, how did you kind of fall into that where you're, um, you're doing more male clients and female clients. That's awesome to hear a female actually say that I have more male right. clients. I love that dude. That's so fucking awesome, man. Yeah. I, I think it's just because, um, those are, I think for females, there's, there's a little bit more information. You see more information out there, at least, well, I'm, as a female, I'm seeing more female-directed content. Um, but just at the gym, the people that I was interacting with, I, I think it's incredibly hard as a guy to, like, put weight on in, a, in the right way. Like, it's just a lot of guys aren't aware of, like, honestly, the, the amount of calories they need to be eating and in the ratios they need to be eating. And then the, the kind of lifting that they need to be doing, the, the progressive style lifting that they need to be doing to actually get big. Um, most of the, the guys like I've had conversations with are just like hard gainers. Like they, they're eating a lot and like, they're just not, you know, they're not, not making big progress. So I think it just happens to be the people that I've, that I've interacted with. And honestly, I saw that as a, as a challenge to myself, like, Hey, I know how to get a, a, a chick a little bit leaner. I know how to, I know how to cut, you know, I can help a female lose weight, but, um, you know, let's, let's go to the other side of the spectrum, you know? So is, is your coaching pretty split uh, down the middle, female, male, or what, is, what are you, what's your ratio client-wise? Um, yeah, I think more um, when I'm my in-person one-on-one is, is mostly male. And then online, I have a little bit more female than male on my online. Um, for nutrition, most of my clients that I do one-on-ones, they don't do nutrition with. That's just per training. Yeah. Um, but that's just me. I think just, you know, who I am, my persona, how I look. I think I have never really been approached by women to train them. I don't train in that way. I, I don't do fucking leg kickbacks and shit. Like I'm, I don't, I don't do that. I'm not here to tell you I can build you a good butt from a book or from, you know, some other in, you know, in, in, in like Instagram star or something. Like I don't do that shit. I don't do that. Like I train, I, you need to lift weights. It's very, very healthy to lift weights. The, the female clients um, that I have had in the past, I've had three over the past two years. Um, I made them lift weights. 
we lifted weights every session I had with them twice a week and they understood and they said that felt so much better the next 24 to 48 hours because they did that and they didn't do the other thing, the cardio bunny shit for an hour, you know, three times a week. And they're like, I had saw no progress with that and I'd still be eating the same. So I love to interject with my clients as well. Like, obviously I try to get them for nutrition as well. It's just what I do. But like, listen, like you want something to happen in the gym, like your guys, for instance, like they may not see the body that they want, but eating correctly and training correctly, it's going to happen. It just may take a little bit longer, but why say, why cut calories? And then all of a sudden they're like, I can't even pick up a fucking bar. I'm so weak. It's like, there's a trade off here, but I do say, and I'll stand by this and you're a great testament to this. You know, you have a bunch of muscle on you. You are super strong. And I think just having that being vulnerable like that and being like, Hey, listen, women, you can lift weights and you're not going to get to that bodybuilder physique that you think is going to happen as soon as you touch a dumbbell. Like that's not how it works. It takes a very long time to, you know, procure something like, like the body that you have and the strength that you have. It takes a long time. Um, but I understand like people have to understand that like just having a strong, just strong, butt doesn't make sense that you can pick up weight above your head. And I think we need to really break that mold down. I think you're doing a wonderful job of breaking that mold down. Yeah, I think that's what really, like I said, connected me with CrossFit is just, it's, it's let women know that like, like, I don't think no women know like how, how, how amazing it feels like to be able to, to, to put weight above your head and to be able to do strict pull-ups. Those are things totally within the capacity of any female. And I think if you just, people have to, women have to know, like there's, there's a path you have to take to get there. Um, but it's so empowering when you finally do. And like you mentioned, just picking up a barbell isn't going to get you jacked. Uh, you have to have a ge genetic disposition for certain, as your body type, you know what I mean? So like, I have always had traps. Uh, even before I started lifting heavy, I had traps and they've only gotten bigger. That's just part of my body. Also, I do a lot of cleans, you know, so one person is going to look completely different lifting right. than another person. And, um, again, it's what's underneath your fat that is, determines your body shape. You know what I mean? So, I mean, we, you know, but like just you getting, you know, shredded and losing a bunch of body fat, you can look real tiny and you're not going to have a lot of shape on you. So weight training for females, I always have pushed that. And even with the females that I have worked with, um, I have them doing barbell type workouts. I use dumbbells as well. Um, but, um, everything's super individualized for some, for some women. Um, I always have people doing at least one like main compound lift where we're back squatting, you know, we're deadlifting. Um, and then there's like a metabolic component, you know, a cardio component. So I like to take CrossFit methodology, but then tweak it to what people need, um, individually. So, and I think it is tricky. Um, with CrossFit, people, athletes who are wanting help with building, so like the men that I work with who want to get bigger and want to see muscle gain, there's not, there is periodization in CrossFit. If you are following good programming, right? Not all Correct. Programming, Correct. Programming, <laughs> right. And so um, Ben Bergeron provides amazing periodization, in my opinion. Um, but the thing is, is like it only works if you're doing it daily and consistently. Yes. So yes. if you're a cross, if you're a CrossFitter that's CrossFitting two times a week and then hitting a team water workout on the on Saturday, guess what? You're you're not you're not periodizing because you're not hitting things across the board consistently. You know what I mean? So if you're not if we back squat every Monday and you're not back squatting every Monday or you know we're strict press on Thursdays but you're taking every other Thursday off and but your strict press isn't coming up and your shoulders aren't getting any bigger. Okay, there's a reason for that, and so. That's the difficulty I see with, with men who want to build size and they CrossFit predominantly. They're not, you know, we need to get some more regularity in your training, some more actual periodization happening so you can build on top of calories, obviously. Um, otherwise, we just need to put you on like a general bodybuilding split to get you looking bigger because you CrossFitting twice a week and it's and doing a Metcon and, you know, some front squats, you ain't going to look any different even when I'm up in your calories, you just going to look a little bit, I look a little pudgier actually. It's just not going to, not going to do right. much. So, yeah. yeah that, that's a big point too. And I think that can, that can spill over into basically anything in life as well too. Like if you're not putting in the work, don't expect the results. You're not going to yeah. get any of the results if you're not putting the work. Like you want to follow a strict, like, and that's goes with anybody. That's not just CrossFit. You need to periodize everything, like everything. Yeah. And whether yeah. you're a bodybuilder or not, you're, if you're just going to the gym, 
and doing, you know, the, the, sim- the simple bro split on, on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever you want to do, like right. you should still be looking to right. add a little bit more weight, add another, add another set, add another couple of reps, like write that shit down. Cause are you going to remember week to week, month to month that well, I think I, I think I did nine reps last week. I think I did 135 in a bar, but like, you're not going to remember that shit. You're not. So if you're not writing it down, and this is the thing I always say, and I love having blowback on this, you aren't allowed to fucking complain. No, no, uh, no, no, you, no. You're not allowed because you're not doing the fucking work. Exactly. You can't, you can't complain about something that like you're choosing, you know? So if you, if, I mean, I, I have hit like, I think like a month ago, I, I really wasn't happy with like where my physique was at and I was getting a little pissed about it. And I was like, you're the only reason why you're not where you want to be. 100%. You're the only reason. So if you're going in and you're half-assing shit, like Jason Phillips has quoted or said before, like you get a half-ass result. Like, you know, people know this, you get what you put in. Um, and like, if you want to look like, you know, if you want to look like Matt Frazier, if you want to look like this, this, if you have this idea in your head of who you want to be and what you want to look like, okay, well that's, it's obtainable. Why aren't you taking it? Like it's, it's there, you know? Um, and so you're, you're choosing that every day to, to not be that, you know? So even on the days when you don't feel great, you still need to be making that decision to like, like show up for yourself because because that choice is there today. You, you can take it or leave it. But guess what? Other people are taking it. You're, you're the one leaving it on the table. But someone else is going to take it. And guess what? They're going to they're gonna look the way that you're wanting. They're going to be lifting the weight that, they want, that, that you want to be lifting. And it's only, it's only on you that you're not there. You know? And in two or three months when quarantine ends, and guess what? It's still summertime. And mm-hmm. you know, that's going to be on you, like how you feel about yourself at that point in time you know? So, um, this doesn't go on forever. So. And you can't be, you can't be mad when you come out of this and you're like, I don't have the summer body. And like, Hmm, well, not a whole lot of people are this year. That's just, you know, it's just a fact of the matter, but that's one of those things too. It's like, it's all on you. Everything you want to do, it is on you. And I think until you can get your mindset wrapped around that, and I do believe that that's the biggest, the hardest, excuse me, the hardest part in anything, whether you want to talk about fat loss, weight loss, nutrition, gym, all that shit. Like you have to understand, like it's all on you. Once you start understanding that it is all on you and it's no, like, yes, there is external forces. Guys, give me a grain of salt. What the fuck I'm trying to say here, but it is on you. It is on you. You want to go do something. You want to be better at running this, this, and the other thing, X, Y, Z, put it right there on the, in that line, whatever you want to say, like you have to understand and get that mindset. Like it's all on me, man. And I'm the only one standing in front of my way. You're making the excuses. You can't do that shit. You want something, you got to go out there and fucking get it. And I think, think that's why you and I get along so well is because we just call that shit like it is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? It, it yeah. is what it is. I think that's where I was stuck for a long time was it's a victim yes. mentality. And one of the quotes, one of the quotes I love is no one is coming to save you. Like it's just you, you know? And so whether you know, you have been in a abusive relationship or, you know, terrible things happen to us in our lives. A lot of things that we don't have control over, but there are aspects of any situation which we do have control over, whether it, whether it's, whether it's only your mindset or if you are in an abusive relationship that you are able to safely leave, you can leave. That is, that is, that is something that is up to you. Um, if you want to change your body, those are choices available to you. And so, um, I went through a really, a really rough relationship at one point and someone said to me, I'm sorry that happened to you. And I appreciated that empathy, but at the same time, I, I said, thank you, but I chose to stay. Mm. I chose to stay every day. I woke up, I chose to stay. And there are many days where I could have woken up and said, fuck, I know this is hard, but I have to go, you know, same thing, whether you're, it's, it's not comparable. It's different. I understand that I would never compare something that serious to something as pithy as fitness. You know what I mean? But, but, um, it is on you. It is your, it is your decision. And like, if you're, if you're where you are, it's only because that's, that's what you're choosing. You know, you're not, you're not a victim, you know, you're, you're actively choosing to stay in the space that you're in. And sometimes we, we do have to reach that point. It is so painful to stay where we're at that we had no choice but to move. And I think for most people, they have to get to that point 
where life sucks so bad and they're so unhappy that they literally have no choice but to just, they push themselves out into the road and okay, now what, you know? And I know for fitness at the point I had to get to, to really want to change, that's the point I had to get to, to leave the, the abusive relationship that I was in. Um, great. If you don't have to get to that spot first though, like if you're not happy with any aspect of your life today, okay, well then what choices are available to you? And if you choose to stay, that's fine. But like, you don't get to complain. Um, and even my, my dad told me that at one point, because I would, I remember calling them and saying, I'm so stressed. I'm, I'm so unhappy. And he goes, well, you can leave. If you don't though, you, you don't really get to complain though. I love you, but you don't get to complain because you're choosing to stay. And that applies to, to all things, you know? So it's a hard truth to hear, you know? That's a, yeah, that's super powerful. And it's definitely a testament to the character of who you are and who you have become um, and got into the skin that you are in. And, and you know, it does suck. And you're 100% right on all that. And I'm just going to say exactly what that person said. It does suck that that happened to you. But dude, you're an inspiration to me. You're the strongest fucking woman I know. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, I, I see you. I see you every day. You're doing it every single day. You're knocking it out. And you're putting your, your you know, you're putting that one foot um, in front of the other by 1% better and becoming 1% better every single day. And that's what the podcast is all about. I, I want to take a second really quick to community to think about what Lynn's just said, even rewind it. If you are not in your car, please don't do that. Just stop really quick. Rewind that. Take notes of what she said, even though she was in a very, very, very bad fucking spot that no one should ever be in. And we're not saying that that's the adversity that you have to feel. You have to feel yourself in that hole. But there's little adversities that you go through every single day that, you know what, if you just get over it and take that charge today make that small change today, you're getting on that track faster to a more positive life and a more positive environment around you. And um, I'm, I'm happy that you are where you are today. And, and I am happy that you are on the path that you are on today, because I do believe there's so much out there that you're going to change in your life. And I thank you for sharing that story, dude. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, there are so many coaches, yourself, um, me, just so many coaches on Instagram who like, we, we just want to help you. Like we just want to help people. And if you're needing encouragement or support to take that first step, even if you're not ready to like jump in full, full, full hog with a fitness, you know, you know, programming and nutrition and all that stuff. Like someone just to tell you like day one, like what you can, you can, you can like, let's, let's, you know, give you a tip. I don't, I don't need you to sign on for three months of coaching with me. Um, if, if you need me to, to check in with you. If you know, if you, if you say, I want to get on my treadmill for 20 minutes a day, it is not, it does not kill me to, to check in with you on Instagram and, and shoot you a message. Say, hey, you get on the treadmill today. It takes me two seconds, but accountability is so huge. And, and there's so many people out there who really just want to like encourage, encourage you and help you at this time. I know you're the kind of person where like, if you can offer people support just to even, you know, keep them like budge them in that direction. Like I know you would want to do that. And, and I feel the same way. So I just, I just love seeing people move past where they're at, um, making the hard decision, um, when the easy decision is in front of them, you know, and even this morning we were talking about DT. So that workout is meant to be done with heavy weight. And, um, my head coach, at our gym asked me what weight I was going to do it at. And I told him, I told him 105, it's supposed to be done at 105. And I said, I have to. And he goes, why? And I go, because I have to, because 105 scares me. And if I were to pull it down to 95, that weight doesn't scare me. I, I, I have to do this because I just got, it's hard. I just got goosebumps. <laughs> I have to do this because it's hard. And like you said earlier, like if it's not scaring you, like you're not moving forward. I have to do this because this is what I have to do to progress. I have to do it, you know? And so, um, like, even though it's hard, we're not negating the fact that it's hard, but, but you have to do it. Like you, you've got to, and there are people who are ready to like walk with you and encourage you like to even just take that, that first step, you know, um, even during this like weird time, you know? Yeah. And we're all here. We're all here to help no matter what I answer DMS emails, all the time. I always, I'm 
free phone calls. You know, we hop on the phone for 20 minutes. That's I do it all the time with people. You know, my DMs are always filled and I'm always trying to help and bring as much impact to anyone. I don't care what your fucking story is. Like if you need to talk to me to just vent on the phone, dude, call me. I will literally, literally give you my private number. Like I literally will. And that's what we're here for, man. And that's, that's, that's creating impact. And it's not always about sales and it's not always about this. I'm grabbing new clients, but I think the point of all the coaches that do things like that, I know there's a lot out there that are pretty money hungry, but find the ones that actually give a shit about you Mm -hmm. that actually sit here and tell you how much they do care. Look at, look at a video at their YouTube when they do stuff like this, you can actually see the faces and see that they're actually give a shit about you. And the big thing is, it's like, I just want people to feel better than the shit that they're in right now. And it's so easy to move forward. Once you get there and knock over those first couple of dominoes, like once you start feeling better, once you go forward a little bit and you're like, you feel a little bit of negativity, you're like, I don't want that anymore. You go yeah. a little farther and you come back. Next thing you know, you're not even coming back and you are near that negative zone. Yeah. You're always coming back in that positive zone. Next thing you know, it's like, you know, Sue, Larry, Chris, and Betsy were my negative people in my life. Guess what? I don't even talk to them anymore. And it's mm-hmm. like, it's all those little changes that you can make today. We all had those people around us. Some of us still right. do. Some of us still do. And it's like, I can count on one, one, my one hand, how many friends I actually have right now, but I can tell you, I can, I couldn't even keep count with how many people that are around me that who are in that positive circle and how many times like you and I bullshit on, on Instagram, you know, just like, mm-hmm. dude, that's so great. Yeah. Or like shooting shit back and forth. Just like, right. that's not just about accountability, but like, keep your spirits up. You know, it's like, as soon as you right. see that one person post something like today's not a good day, it's like, boom, I'm in there. I'm DMing them right away. Like, what's up? Right. How you doing today? Smiley faces and shit. Like just trying to lift them back up because we shouldn't have to feel that, especially now we shouldn't have to feel that way. Right. Right. Yeah. I, um, I think again, community is huge. Surrounding yourself around people that want to see you succeed and who are going to let you know that like, just because you have a bad day, that doesn't mean that like you're, you're a failure. You're not, you're not, you know, they believe in the best version of who you are. And um, one of my good friends in the gym, she went through a battle with breast cancer this past year. And we had a phrase that she put on her mirror and it's remember who the fuck you are. And anytime we have a challenging workout, we put it on a board and it's just remember who you are because who, who you see yourself as that's how you show up every day. Um, If you think that you're a weak person, if you think that you're, um, just someone who can just never make the change. I just always try and I just never can like be consistent with it. Well, guess what? You're never going to be consistent with it because that's who you think that you are. I know I'm not a games athlete. I know I'm not even a regional level athlete, but in my mind's eye, I see the person that I want to be. And so it's like acting as if I'm going to act as if that is who I am. If I, if I was a competitive or more elite athlete, someone who, uh, you know, was great, you know, crazy strong and nutrition was on point. Like, how would I show up every day? Well, I would, I would care about my nutrition. I would, I would eat what I know that I need to eat in order to be that, you know? Um, and so it's just like living the, living the life that you, of the person like that you claim that you want to be, um, like mindset is huge. And so having those people around you, that's going to remind you of who you are. That's not who you are right now. Like, I know you feel weak right now. I know you feel like shit. That's not who you are remember who you are, you know, and I'm going to remind you who you are, you know, so that's, that's super important for sure. I love it, Lens. I love it. Hey, where can everybody, uh, where can everybody find you on social media today? They can find me at Fuel Physique X Lindsay. So Fuel Physique by Lindsay, that's on Instagram. Um, I don't have a Facebook page set up. Um, I do have a two week, uh, free nutrition trial. Um, if you are just wondering where to start and you're curious about how you can use this time to, uh, start moving your, uh, nutrition in a positive direction, get a head start while other people are, um, complaining about how much life sucks and how much everything sucks right now. Um, I will get with you and we can work together for two weeks for free. Um, and get your nutrition, figure out where you're at and uh, how we can improve things. And that's, that's no strings attached. Um, I just want to see uh, how I can, I can be of service to people during this time. So feel free to reach out. You heard it. You heard it right there, community. What an amazing gift by Linz. And Linz, I just want to say thank you so much for your time and your energy today. 
I know time is something that we can't get back and the energy that you gave, you can't get that back either. So I just want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart and the community's heart. And guys, I always like to end these, uh, end these podcasts on a positive note. Not that this wasn't all positive at all, but you guys, thank you so much for listening. Without you, I wouldn't be a nutrition coach. And without you, this podcast wouldn't, wouldn't be here. And without you, Lindsay and I would have never met. So I just want to say we love you community. Thank you guys so much, Lindsay. Thank you, dude. Thank you so much. You're awesome. We'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Hope you guys pulled some really good uh, knowledge nuggets out of there. Like you guys just heard, Lindsay is working uh, for free for two weeks for you guys. She wants to to impact your lives solely on through your lifestyle and everything that you guys are doing. Two weeks for free. Guys, that is unheard of in this space. But you know what? Like we always say, like I said in the beginning, a real coach gives a shit about you, your goals, and everything that you want to accomplish. Two free weeks, no strings attached. Hit up Lindsay, throw her a DM. Said I heard, I heard what you're giving away on the Everyday Growth Podcast. She'll get, she'll get back to you right away, guys. So I hope you pulled some knowledgeable nuggets off this wonderful podcast with Lindsay Lad. Thank you for staying in all the way to the end, guys. I know it was a little bit longer than normal, but you know when you get two coaches together and you bring in some, some of that awesome impact like we do every single fucking episode. Damn, it's just. You get a, it's a fire. It's fire. And the fire in my belly when I talk to people like this, it just gets me jacked, ready to go. I hope you're ready to tackle the world today. <sighs> if there's anything I can do for you guys too, please reach out. Community, thank you so much. And once again, guys, this this episode was brought to you by Ambition Threads. You guys go check out all the new clothes that are launching. Go pick up some some of those new dad hats for, for girls and guys. And you guys use code everyday for 20% off. Damn. That episode was fucking fire. Talk to you guys next time. Peace out, community. Love you guys more, more than you even will know.